Welcome back to the Run and Gun Podcast. I am your host, Zachary Ponavong. Every week, I will be bringing a new Instagram account to talk about their favorite team, purely the favorite team. So today, I brought in the Draft Guru. What's up, Draft Guru? What's up, man? Thanks so, for having me on. Of course. So before being Draft Guru, we used to have a podcast together. Um, so what I also found out about Draft Guru was that he's a Packers fan. So before we get into this, how did you become a Packers fan? Um, You know... Uh, my dad was a Packers fan. Um, actually, almost, almost became a Jags fan when I first really started getting oh, into football God. on my own. Oh, man, I'm so happy I did not do that. But <laughs> I was about probably oh, seven, eight when I really started to get into football on my own. And um, I almost became a Jags fan. But then then uh, it, was, uh, it was 2000, uh, I get uh, 2000. Five, I think when it was when we first got Mike McCarthy, so I think it was 2005, and um, we had just Brett Favre kind of came out, and it was just too fun to watch it. But so I just, I just, I just couldn't, couldn't keep it away. Well, I did not know you. You may, have, you may have been a Jaguars fan, but of course, oh man, if you were a Jaguars fan, I mean, I don't really think there's a difference between Aaron Rodgers and Blake Bortles, anyways. So I think oh, it was fine. Goodness. Get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> so speaking of Aaron Rodgers, um, draft day, people are hyping up that Aaron Rodgers needs help, uh, preferably a playmaker. Aaron Rodgers is saying himself. So when the um, when you saw the Packers trade it up, um, who did you did you think it was going to be Jordan Love, and who did you think it was going to be if you didn't? Um, I honestly did not know. I did not think it was going to be Jordan Love. I definitely definitely did not think it was going to be Jordan Love. Um, I didn't think it was going to be wide receiver either, though, because. There was just too many of them off the board. I mean, by the time we were picking, I, I thought we were going to be Brandon Ayuk. I thought Brandon Ayuk was the guy, and he went one pick before the Packers. So um, it was Ruggs, Judy, Lamb, Jalen Rager, Justin Jefferson, and Brandon Ayuk were all gone. And so I didn't think that we were going to get a receiver. I was looking at Josh Jones, the tackle from Houston. Um, that's kind of who I, I was thinking. I thought we were going to ta- target a, an offensive lineman in the first round. Um, but it, it was obviously, obviously not a tackle. So speaking of Josh Jones, um, I can't believe he went to the third round. I mean, that, that just boggles my mind. Like third round to the Cardinals. Um, so in my opinion, I thought you guys were training up for either Denzel Mims or Patrick Queen. Cause when Ayuk went off the board, I thought either the Packers were freaking out or Patrick Queen's best linebacker available. He's probably not going to fall in a second cause the Ravens are coming up next. I thought it was either going to be Queen. I thought it was Queen or Mims. But, of course, it was indeed Jordan Love. So, I want to know your reaction to that pick. Um, my instant reaction was kind of freaking out. Um, not not <laughs> even just in a bad way. Like, like it was instantly like, what the heck is going on? Like, I, I didn't think it was going to happen. I, I thought – so, um, I, I, the Packers – the little thing about the Packers is they never, ever, 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 almost ever draft a player in the first round that they work out. I went back, and I never found the guy, but I went back in research all the way to 2009, and the pack, uh, up to, back to 2009, and the Packers not one time in that stretch had drafted a player that they had worked out, and we had worked out Jordan Love, which, I mean, obviously, if you're going to take a player and change that rule, you're probably going to do it for a quarterback, but, um, but I, I, I thought with Aaron Rodgers having four years left on the deal, and stuff, I did not think we were going to go quarterback. I was very shocked. 
So you also mentioned with the workouts. I think I also have to do something with LaFleur, too. I mean, like, obviously a new coach. Um, was it, was for, it was probably – it was indeed a second draft. Um, I think he wanted to uh, test out a new quarterback. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe he had a problem with Rodgers. Did you think he had a problem with Rodgers at all? Or do you think Rodgers had a problem with him during the season? Um, no, I, I don't – I think a lot of that's kind of made up. You know, last year it was kind of over – Here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. And I kind of went on a rant on my own podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, I know you listened to that. But um, I kind of went on a rant about it. It's hilarious to me. And, and I, Tom Brady goes off on his offensive coordinator like crazy. And there's never – there was that. I know that there was a rumor a couple weeks ago, but that was shot down instantly by Tom Brady. And since then, no one's brought it back up. And I'm not saying that they should with Tom Brady. But like you get passionate, you get a little, you get a little crazy. He screams at his offensive coordinator, and he loves the guy. Aaron Rodgers every once in a while throws his hands up in the air, or maybe looks up, looks upset at the sideline, and he hates the guy. He, you know, it makes no sense. I don't think that there was any problems. Um, there was never anything like from Packer type sources. There was never anything contentious between the two of them. Um, I don't think that there's a problem with him now, even after the pick. I, I think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers probably – that was probably not his favorite pick, just like anybody in the world would not be their exactly. favorite pick. But I don't think that he's – I don't think that there's going to be problems in the locker room. I don't think that there was problems in the locker room. I think that this is them trying to protect the future of the team. And they, I think that they really thought Jordan Love was their guy. I, I think they so, really liked him. So I have no idea where this – Aaron Rodgers narrative as a bad leader came from because once he was considered the, the, some people some people calling him the goat I mean play style wise yeah but they were talking about his legacy blah 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 like Tom Brady even there's even reports out there that Tom Brady told Bill Belichick he wasn't going to throw to that wide receiver who put him out Tom Brady gets no hate for that I, I don't just, did, you, did you see that report did you Dude, see that rumor? Yeah, Tom Brady said it himself he said it himself he's like <laughs> he's like yeah you know there's, there's guys that um, they'd come on the field and they didn't really know what they were doing. If I didn't trust them, I wouldn't throw them the ball. Insane, um, dude. It, it's crazy. And the Pat Mac, had you listened to Pat McAfee podcast at all? I listened to him sometimes. He, he, he's told, he told the story. I believe it was with Austin Colley. I could be wrong about the receiver, though. But I think it was Austin Colley. He was a first or second year player. He overthrew, Peyton Manning overthrew him just a half yard, and he only went up with one hand to get it and didn't get it. He didn't. He didn't catch it. it. Was he just went up with one hand? Didn't catch it. He tries to come back to the huddle. Peyton Manning just points to the sideline. Doesn't say a word. Just points to the sideline. A few plays later, the coach tries to put him back in the game, and Peyton Manning just points him to the sideline. Exactly. He goes back yeah. to the sideline. Coaches again tell him to get back in the game, and Peyton Manning just points to the sideline, and then now looks at the coach. And there was many times, like, I remember, um, I think it was Jacob Tammy at the time, um, Peyton Manning, they were in victory formation, like, Tammy messed up a play and told, told Tammy to out of victory formation. Like, again, I, I don't know what's up with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know why the media hates him as a blood leader. I don't know where that narrative came from. In my opinion, it just comes from casuals, in my opinion, I, which is I'm pretty unfortunate. Uh, it's crazy. But even Aaron Rodgers said himself, he, he said he wouldn't mind the pick. He said they, he'd understand. So I, I have no idea where this narrative came from. And Jordan Love has tons of potential. So, I mean, it could ultimately work out. So, also in the second round, who do you think you guys are going to go with in the second round? Second It's yeah. crazy to think, but Josh Love was still there. So, I mean, Josh Jones was still there. So, I was thinking it was <laughs> going to be Josh Jones. Um, in the second round, I was even more confident it wasn't going to be a receiver. In the first round, 
I didn't I didn't know about Denzel Mims. I didn't know where we were going to be at with him. Um, you, we worked him out. We worked him out too. So I knew that he was a guy that we, if we liked him, we could have gotten him. Um, but again, I, I keep those type of guys off my radar for the most part for the Packers in the first round. And so I didn't think that they were going to go Denzel Mims in the first, but I thought there was a chance, you know, maybe a Michael Pittman or somebody. I, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I would have been more expecting of a receiver if they had just stayed. I didn't see a receiver that they would have traded up for, so that's kind of why I tilted off receiver in the first. In the second round, they just had that huge run, and so, um, and so I was at that. I was so sure. I was like, "It's Josh Jones all the way." And again, it wasn't Josh Jones. Yeah, it was AJ Dillon. I mean, eh, I mean, I heard before like to do a one-two-three punch, but I mean, AJ Dillon. What were your thoughts on that? Um, instant thoughts. So with the with the Jordan Love pick, like I already talked about, like it was it was surprised, but it wasn't as much like this is a terrible pick. Like I, I didn't love the pick, but I was not one of the Packer fans that was like, oh man, this is the worst pick ever. The AJ Dillon pick, I was like, oh man, this is the worst pick ever. I hated it at the beginning. Um, I was not a fan, not a fan at all. I wanted. I was considering AJ Dillon in the third round for the Buffalo Bills, my favorite team, of course. And when he went to the second round, I'm like, huh? Ugh. So, you know what? It's okay. And again, going back, if the Packers did stay and they did take wide receiver, I think they would have went with T. Higgins, honestly. I know it's not the best pick. I, I just think I just felt like they would have went with T. Higgins, from what I've heard. In the second? In the first. Oh, if, they, yeah. if they stayed at pick 30 they and they went with wide receiver. 30, yeah. So, speaking of wide receiver, um, you got Devontae Adams at the one. You still have Alan Lazard. I mean, you guys didn't add anyone from the draft, but you guys did add someone from free agency, uh, Devin Funches. So what do you think he could be a true wide receiver two for Aaron Rodgers? And how do you think he'll play out? Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. These, these are the type of guys that Aaron Rodgers has loved throughout his career. Um, I mean, he's, he's utilized a variety of guys, obviously, but you know, you even going back, you got Jared Boykin, um, James Jones, uh, Jeff Janis, you got all those. You know, you got so many of these tall possession type of guys, and even more recently going with our entire team and Geronimo Allison, and and so it's going to be interesting. I think from what we've heard, Alan Lazard, I, and I'm glad you brought him up because most people don't bring him up. Um, he he really showed out last year, and really like if you look at Pro Football Focus and stuff, he was a he was a top. He 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 had a better receive a better season than. Um, Devin Funches has ever ever had, according to Pro Football mm-hmm. Focus, and he ended up. Let me. I, I have it. I have it here. I have it here. I promise. Um, yeah, go ahead. He had it here as the. Yeah, he was the thirty, the forty fifth receiver according to Pro Football Focus. Now he only played mm. about half the season. Once he got in there, you know, it did take some time. Um, and so the, it's not, it's not like, I don't think he's guaranteed, but I think it's his job. I think the Packers are going to get him the job to go get it. Go get that position. And then I think Devin Funches is going to, going to be in that mix, but I think Alan Lazard's going to get the first stab at it. And it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, um, Devin Funches didn't play last year. He was injured full year with the Colts. Couldn't really do much, but he's a big six, four receiver. Um, I, I did like him when I watched him in Carolina, but I mean, he could be inconsistent with his hands, but obviously I think Aaron Rodgers could do well with him. I think uh, we can all agree on that. So also, you did mention Josh Jones' offensive line. Uh, you guys lost Brian Belaga to the Chargers. 
and you replace him on for Ricky Wagner, a former right tackle for the D- Detroit Lions, and used to be a Raven. Um, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that signing? And do you think it's a, a big downgrade from Brian Belaga? Um, I, I yeah, I do think it's a big downgrade from Brian Belaga, but I was okay with the signing overall. Um, you know, I mean, we're paying. I think we're paying six million a year. Um. If I remember right, we're paying him six million a year, and Brian Blaga got three years, thirty million. And so, I mean, you're paying for less. You're probably going to get less. Two year, eleven million for Rick Wagner. So five and a half million. Um, I, I do think he, he's. I know he's had his injury problems, but so is Brian Blaga. So I'm not too worried about it that way. I, mm-hmm. I love the signing a lot because <laughs> I thought we were going to add another guy in the draft, but I, I like the signing a lot because it didn't put us in a position where we had to draft a tackle. Um, you know, he, he's not going to be good. Brian Blaga when he was healthy, he was one of the best right tackles in the NFL. Rick Wagner is going to be just like a solid type of guy. But I, I, I'm yeah. okay with it. It's not like the Packers chose Rick Wagner over Brian Malaga. I mean, Malaga is pretty expensive. And Wagner, he's been doing with injuries, of course, and he's, he's kind of inconsistent. And the games I watched him in um, against the Packers, actually, he got destroyed <laughs> by Darius Smith. Yes, he did. That's humiliated by Darius Smith. So maybe, maybe Darius can help him in practice, maybe. we. I don't know. But... Even Rand Rodgers was talking about the Ricky Wagner pick um, on the Pat McAfee show, I believe. Um, that's why he said like they weren't going to go tackle. I don't know. So I want to know your season expectations so far. So the Packers obviously went thirteen and three, won the division. So what are your season expectations record wise, and um, how far do you can you see the Packers going? Um, you know, I see the Packers going about the same. They can go. You know, they're not. I think that they're going to be. You know, kind of j- depending on how those swings go. I think they're going to be between an eleven. Or 12 or 13 win team, you know, if they get a couple swings, they'll be closer to a 13. If they don't, they'll be closer to 11. Um, I do think they'll win the division. I think it's going to, it's hard to say this because it just is so rare, but if they swept the division last year, I, you know, the Bears maybe got a little bit better, but I don't know. The Lions, I mean, they got better, but they weren't very good. Yeah. And so, I mean, the, the, you could debate. I think you could debate, though. Like, Matthew Stafford was injured for the whole season. So, I mean, oh, yeah. and he, think about it. He could, he definitely should have won that game Monday Night Football. If, if, say, I mean, if it wasn't for the rest with Trey Flowers, I mean, I think the Lions could have pulled that game out. And David Blau almost pulled off that upset in week 17, almost caught you guys the first round yes, bye. He did. But, so, we'll see. Know. But um, but the Vikings got worse, and so I don't. I'm not saying that we're going to sweep mm-hmm. the division, but I think that we that's in the cards. Um, and so I, I think we're going to be around that. I think we're going to win the division. I don't know if we sweep it again, but I do think we win it again. I definitely think you guys are definitely winning. I think the Vikings got younger, but they that doesn't necessarily mean they got they upgraded. No. I mean, there's some solid pieces. Yeah. I think you guys split with the Vikings and the Lions. I think the I think you guys struggle against the Lions. Um, I I don't know why. Yeah, we do. And the Vikings are the Lions are the Vikings are just a tough team too. Um, so. I also want to go through this, their schedule as well. Um, me and you, we could just go win or loss. Sound okay. Good? Okay, so week one against the Vikings. At, at the Vikings, at Minnesota. Win. Yeah. I think that's a win. Uh, at home against the Lions. Win. That's a win. At the Saints. Uh, loss. Yeah, I think it's a loss too. At home against the Falcons. Win. I think that's a win too. At the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ooh. It's going to be a good one. Win. I think it's too early for Tom Brady still. I don't know. I, I, I think I, 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 my gut feeling says an L. I'm just going now. At the Texans. Uh, win. Definitely a win. At home against the Vikings. Uh, loss. 
Yeah, I think that you guys split. Um, here we go. Your favorite game at the San Francisco 49ers. Loss. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Jaguars at the Packers. Win. Um, at the Colts. Win. I think it's a win. Um, at home against the Bears. Uh, win. At home against the Eagles. Win. At, away against the Lions. Win. I think it's an L. Um, at home against the Panthers. Win. At home against the Titans. Win. I think it's a win, too. And at the Bears, win. Win. So, overall, I have an 11-5. Um, yeah, I think that's a pretty realistic record. If everything goes right, everyone's healthy. Um, I could definitely see him going 11-5. And I think that definitely win the division. So, also, g- going through that, um, how far can you see the Packers go, whether it be a Super Bowl or NFC Championship? Um, well, we know they have the talent that they could go as far as they want to go, you know. That we know that yeah. Aaron Rodgers could take over the playoffs and all of a sudden in the Super Bowl win. Um, where they go realistically, with how they line up in the NFC, I do, and this may be a, a little bit of a hot take. I, I don't really see where people are going with this, so I guess I can get your opinion on this. I, and I, I, I think the 49ers probably still are better than the Packers. I don't think that – I think they got a little bit worse, though, you know. Going, oh, yeah, the 49ers definitely see, got worse. I, I, I feel like a lot of people are saying that they got better, and I don't see that. Um, losing Matt Breida, lose, going from Emmanuel Sanders to Brandon Ayuk, at least year one. Losing to Forrest Buckner for Javon Kinlaw. Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Don't get me wrong. I like Javon Kinlaw, but, I mean, the Javon Forrest Kinlaw is not going to be as good as DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner is a top three defensive tackle in the league, dude. Like, oh, my God. I mean, they got Brandon Ayuk. I mean, that was, that was a yeah. good pick. And then with and, him also, if you're going to sit there and say the Packers overachieved a little bit and they're going to go back to their – you know, they're going to sink down a little bit. I think you got to make that same argument for the 49ers, you know. I don't know that you're going to count on Richard Sherman at 33 years old or whatever, being the be- one of the best corners in the NFL again. Um, and so I-, I do think that they're another team that's going to be that way. The Saints, I think, definitely got a little bit better. Um, but I don't think they got so astronomically better that they're out of the way. But I think it's those three teams in the NFC um, the Seahawks with Russell Wilson always can be there. But I think it's going to be those three I think- teams when it comes down to it. I think that division's wide open with the 49ers, Cardinals, Rams, and right. Seahawks. It's definitely wide open. It, it's going to be fun. Uh, I think I have, yeah. Um, if you have to ask me, I, I'd go bold prediction to Seattle. I mean, everyone – I mean, not everyone in that division got – I mean, Cardinals definitely got significantly better in the NFC. Buccaneers obviously got better. Panthers, you could say they got better. Cowboys, they got better coaching-wise and their offense. I mean, their defense could use some adjustments. And if the Eagles stay healthy, I mean, they could they have a shot. And that's my, my yeah. opinion there. So, also, you can also – this was Matt LaFour's first season as an NFL head coach. I mean, maybe that first year, you know, woke him up and gave him some um, pointers. So, I'm looking at the NFC North, oh, where would you rank the Packers? So, we all, obviously both have the Packers at one. Who would you say was two, three, and four? Um, two, I'll still go with the Vikings. I think that they're I, – I think the Vikings for sure got worse, contrary to what, like, most media would say. I think that in the long mm-hmm. run, I don't think they made bad moves. I think in the long run, they are going to be set up to succeed. But you're just not going to win with 15 rookies. You're just I, – I, that's just not a winning yeah. formula year one. And so, um, and so I think they're going to be the second best team. I think they'll probably come on a little bit stronger late. Uh, then, ooh, it's a little toss-up between the Lions and the Brown Bears for me. 
It comes down to coaching for the Lions, in my opinion, because Matt Patricia, I mean, he was just a bad coach, like, last year. And, like, you've got, like, no pressure at all, so it comes down to that defense. Yep. But um, I, I'd go Lions because of Matthew Stafford. I love Matthew, Matthew Stafford. Stafford. I, I'm with you. I'll go Lions. Bears last. I'm going to have some quarterback questions. Who knows what's going to happen there. And I do not – I don't know how you feel about it. I do not think Matt Nagy is a good coach. I don't. I don't think he should have won that um, coach of the year that year. I don't either. That was horrible. He's an offensive um, head coach. I don't think he's god awful. I mean, I think he could be. I think he's all right. I mean, he's an offensive head coach, and they only made the playoffs because of the defense. And he has the offense has not been clicking. But anyways, um, so we going back to Aaron Rodgers as a leader. Um, when people when you see these memes, you see the media talking about Aaron Rodgers as a horrible leader. Um, does that bother you at all? Or do you just like ignore it and you're used um, to it? It's a mix. Like it, it, it probably depends on what they say. There's the, you can't get mad at everything because there's too much of it. Yeah, it, it's crazy. <laughs> Mostly, what I do is I try and pick and choose my battles of like, okay, maybe this guy's someone that can learn something. You know, I, I talked to someone who was just going off and off and off and off and off and off about it, and I, at the end of it, like he brought up like two or three things that just were, were wrong. Like he, he brought up that the that he blamed Brandon Bostick after that Seattle NFC Championship game. You go back and watch that. Kind of, I went back and watched it just to make sure I wasn't remembering wrong. He didn't blame a single thing. And I, at the end, I just kind of told him, I'm like, dude, stop, stop using the media to make all your opinions. Go back and look it up. And he went and looked it up, and he didn't say anything in the comments, but DM me later about it. And, I, and part of it, I think, to be honest, is Packer fans, because I think what we've done is I think we've gotten all t- Tom Brady truthers to come out of the and, and come against us because so many Packer fans want to make some argument that Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady, which he objectively is not. Is Talent-wise, you could definitely make it. Sure, talent-wise. Legacy-wise, no, you can't touch Tom Brady. I mean, I love Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers should be here by the end of his career. Aaron Rodgers is in top 10 in passing yards or passing touchdowns. He's still trying to catch Brett Favre, in my opinion. Like, I think he'll catch him. But, like, you, you, you got to keep it going. I mean, it's not Tom Brady. He's just not. And so I do think some of it's Packer fans' fault for trying to start some of those arguments and over time. But it's just some of the – I mean, and, and it's funny watching this Michael, Michael Jordan stuff. It's everyone talking about Michael Jordan's the best leader in sports history. And they hear, they hear how he <laughs> talks to his players. And then Aaron Rodgers points at them and – throws his hands up or gives him a glare maybe. And it's not even – who knows if it's a glare. Maybe he's got something in his eye. Who even knows what he's doing? Dude, yo, yo, we, oh, need, we need an Aaron Rodgers documentary we right now. It. We need an Aaron Rodgers documentary. Give me a hard knocks. I'll even take a hard knocks. Uh, that'd, that'd be entertaining. Yeah. Exposing the biggest lines. Exposing, like Exposing, Exposing it, Exposing it. By the way, shout out to the um, ready, Get Ready to Football podcast. Make sure you guys follow that podcast. podcast is a banger. So, also, so right now, looking at the quarterback, you got Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Sean Watson. Where would you rank Aaron Rodgers for quarterbacks right um, now? It, it's a hard one. It, to me, it's a hard one because you got all these ascending guys. And it's the same thing with some of these other older guys with Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady. Um, but you have all these ascending guys, and then you have these descending guys, and it's just kind of hard every offseason to say, okay, are they – you know, below them or better than, you know, and, and we see this in sports all the time. I'm, and, and, and I'm not saying I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to be good. I think Lamar Jackson's awesome. It's one year. 
We see guys have fun- Matt Ryan, who's a very good quarterback. Matt Ryan has never once been that MVP quarterback outside that year, though. You know, and so I mean, for defense, Matt Ryan. I mean, he had a he had a one good he had a one good year. I mean, like the defense wasn't there, but last year he didn't really play that well. He kept turning the ball over and kind of lost the talk in some games. Yeah, but go ahead. What you're and saying? So it's kind of hard. I I still would say he's in the mix for the top. You know. I, Mahomes definitely ahead of him. J- Lamar definitely ahead of him. Um, Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson I think Russell Wilson. I think those three uh, there might be one or two that I'm forgetting. I think are for sure ahead of him. I think Aaron Rodgers is in the next mix. You know, Deshaun Watson. I think there's an argument. Um, Matt Stafford. I think there's an argument. I, I think you can make an argument Wentz, for Wentz. Too, argument for sure. I, I I have I have Rodgers four. I mean. He, he still has the best touchdown ratio, interception ratio. And, I mean, he's doing what he could do with only just Devontae Adams so far. I mean, with underrated guys you don't hear of. But just the other guys have had more, except for Carson Wentz, of yep. course. Yep, I'm with you. So, also back to Matt LaFleur. Um, what are your thoughts on his play calling as a first-year head coach? Um, you know, it's mixed. Um, I, I think we saw a lot of good things, a lot of creative things. He's a young coach. He was only a first-time offensive coordinator, so I think you could tell that – he was trying to figure out the types of plays that he wanted. You know, it's always different when you're running your, you know, when you're coaching with someone else's guy versus what you're doing for yourself, you know? And so I think he was trying to figure out, you know, some of the differences that it, between his seat, his scheme and Sean McVay or, or, um, or Kyle Shanahan's Mike or Kyle yeah. Shanahan's offense. And so yep. I think he's still trying to figure himself out a lot. I liked a lot of what I saw though. I think it was good. Um, there were definitely some areas where he did, you know, make his mistakes, but I, I think it's, I think he's as I have solid hope for him going forward. A big exclamation point I want to point out is that Eagles game. Like that, that was horrible play calling. Like you're down in your own goal line. Like you got to score. You're like right there. And it was not one, one play called. I mean, I, I mean, it wasn't early in the season, but it shows some of the consistencies the yep. can have. I would agree with that for sure. So, also, back to Aaron Rodgers. Um, so, do you believe Aaron Rodgers finished career as a Packer? Oh, it's tough. You know, I, I really have no idea. Um, I'll, tell you, I'll tell people what they I, think, what I do know. Um, those people saying that Aaron Rodgers is gone within the next two years. Unless something astronomical happens, it ain't happening. He has like a, he has like a $40 million cap hit for the next – and I'm not like this. Not like going into next offseason and the offseason after. So I think he has to play at least three seasons as a Packer because the cap hit's too big. That fourth season, I have mm-hmm. no clue. That fourth season, the cap hit goes down to like $16 million, And then obviously after that, he walks. It's going to come down 100%, I think, to how good Jordan Love is. I think it also comes down to um, how good Aaron Rodgers plays, obviously, in those stretches. And if he wants to play until he's 40, I mean, yeah. he's also expressed that. Um, I, I really don't know about Aaron Rodgers. I think – I don't think – if he wants to keep playing, he's definitely going to leave at, um, at age 40, and Jordan Love would definitely get the keys. But that's just my opinion. I don't know where Rodgers would go. And if, God forbid, if Rodgers did leave the Packers, I mean, just imagine the media just bashing him. I can, I can see it right now. Aaron Rodgers walking away from his team that treated him yeah. so well. I mean, I the media know. just does whatever so, they want in Green Bay. I'll tell you that much. So if Aaron Rodgers did leave, what would your reaction be even with the Vikings, the Lions, or reaction. Chicago? It would depend completely on <laughs> yeah. the situation. Um, if it was a situation where he left and 
you know, the best business decision, the best decision for him personally is to go to the Vikings or the Bears. I wouldn't like it, and I would not cheer for him, and I would not be happy with him for years, but I would understand it. Um, you know, Brett Favre did not go to the Vikings because it made sense. He went to the Vikings to, you know, try and beat the Packers. And um, it yeah. took a lot of time to recover from that, but it happened. And so I think eventually, no matter what happens, I'll recover. Yeah, everyone recovered from the from Brett Favre anyways. I mean, Brett Favre cried when he went there, when we acted like got booed. But, of course, like, everyone got over it. So, going to Jordan Love, we both expressed Jordan Love in his potential. Um, how much do you believe in Jordan Love's potential right now? Do you think he could be a top quarterback by learning from, um, by sitting out for, like, two um, or three yeah. years? Yeah, I do. Uh, I wasn't a biggest – my biggest Jordan Love fan. Like, like you talked about earlier, I do have my own draft podcast, the draft – I mean, draft Instagram, the draft guru. Um, and I, he was not, he was my fourth quarterback behind Justin Herbert. And there was a pretty, pretty big gap between Justin Herbert and him. I think he was definitely a guy that needed to go somewhere and learn. Um, but he, he has the arm talent to be, that's absolutely insane. He has athleticism. That's absolutely mm-hmm. insane. And, you know, he has that playmaking X factor ability. The biggest problem with him interceptions. Well, he's going to sit for two to three years behind the quarterback that's the best at not throwing interceptions and risk management in NFL history. And so we'll see. He, he has all, he has everything. If I taking me myself as a Packer fan out of it, if I had to pick one team in the NFL, and I talked about this before the, before the NFL, when people were saying who's best fits, I, um, I think Jordan Love's best fit was to go to the Packers where he could learn by Aaron Rodgers, he could sit for multiple years with no pressure. You know, that's the difference between him going to Green Bay versus going to the Colts or the Bucks or um, the Steelers, where he would sit for one year, two years, and then probably be tried to push in. He's going to sit for at least two to three, you know, three years. Like I said, it's going to be tough. It's going to take something huge for them to get rid of Aaron Rodgers within the next two years. They're just not taking a $40 million cap hit. And so – I definitely agree with you. Um, Jordan Love, he need he needed to be somewhere where there's an offensive-minded head coach. And with a veteran quarterback there, so Jordan Love doesn't have the pressure to go in right away. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, um, I think he'd love to mentor Jordan Love. I think he's even expressed it. Um, I think Jordan Love will, will be a good quarterback. Um, of course, Mahomes had the same problem with interceptions coming out of college. Sat one year behind Alex Smith, had an offensive head coach and Andy Reid, and look how he turned out to be. I'm not saying Jordan Love is going to be Patrick Mahomes. I'm just, I'm just saying he won't. But when we look back at this pick in 2022, I mean, 2023 or whatever, I mean, we're just going to be like, wow, that was a smart pick. By the yeah. Packers. And you know what? If it happens, every single person that says they should have drafted a receiver. And I've been saying this since the thing. He doesn't have to be a Hall of Famer. He can be, he can, you know, be a guy like Philip Rivers or like, you know, not, not that makes Philip Rivers sound bad because I know that people, people think Philip Rivers yeah. are a Hall of Famer. But you know, definitely that that lower tier of Hall of Famer or something. He can just be a really good Pro Bowl, borderline Pro Bowl level quarterback for 15 years, and it's worth it more. It's going to be more valuable than taking whatever, you know, Michael Pittman Jr. or T. Higgins. That's going to be so much more beneficial to the and Jordan. Yeah, and Jordan Love has all the intangibles in the world to succeed in this league, too. Um, I did like um, what, what he offered to the table. Um, again, it's just mental processing and just um, decision-making. So, also, you've been a Packers fan for a long time now, like you said. So, I want to know, what was your favorite Packers moment of all um, time? It's got to be the, not even close. 
the Super Bowl. Um, that was amazing. You know, the, the happiest moment is mm-hmm. in my life. I've seen that game so many more times. The happiest moment in my life as a football fan is my wife stands in the other room. So I can't can't just say it's my wife in general. But um, but <laughs> you know, if I had to if I had to take a second one, um, it, it, this is kind of like broad moment, I guess I would say. But it's definitely run the table. That was such a crazy time as a Packer fan. So exciting. <laughs> that was amazing. You guys out. are so close. Oh, my God. Dude, you guys are so close out of the playoffs. And then he said that. And, oh, my God. Dude, it was crazy. It was he just drops back and just throwing things all over. I'll still go go to this day saying that they're, that he – I think Aaron Rodgers deserved to win MVP over um, Matt Ryan that year. I Okay, so before, before the season, I had Rodgers winning the MVP. Before the season, too. And, oh my God, thank God he, he – Maybe he didn't yeah. make me look horrible, but that was that was that was amazing. And then he goes to he goes to the Cowboys. Um, oh my god! Oh my god! What a performance! And he didn't throw a single interception for like well seven yeah. game stretch to that game. It wasn't even that bad of an interception, by the way. And oh, and of course that bad man narrative got even better. Rogers got the love. Can you believe it? <laughs> Rogers got love that year. Oh, it was crazy. I mean, if I was a Packers fan, I would definitely go with that one. And I mean, um, also. What was your favorite Packers play? Um, that you uh, can the, Lion, the Lions, that the Lions, the Lions, Mary. I, I was watching that game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had thrown some good passes, but that kind of kicked off the Hail Mary thing. You know, he threw the Giants Hail Mary, the two Cardinals Hail Marys. All those came after, and so he, he, I'm watching that game, and I'm like, oh my gosh. What a game. You know, I don't know if you saw that entire game ever, but, like, it's like, okay, the Packers are just out of this game. <laughs> and, and that was also – I was in college, a freshman in college. I was also one of the very first games I'd ever watched, like, by myself in my own apartment. You know, my dad's not with me. And I'm just watching it by myself. Just, oh, man, Packers are doing so bad against the Lions. All of a sudden, we just start coming back and coming back and coming back, and it still just seems impossible. And then we get the penalty. And it's like, okay – Maybe there's a chance. Like it's it's gonna be crazy, but maybe there's a chance. He just bombs it up. I like knew my roommates thought that I was dying. I just lose it. I'm screaming. I'm running laps <laughs> around my room. I'm punching it. I go out in the hallway and running back and down the hallway. I remember that uh, whole play too. That, that, I remember that whole announcer too. He was like, he turned 36 yesterday. Does yes. he have another vintage moment in him? In the end zone, caught. Uh, oh, that was. Okay, so if I was a Packers fan, that would definitely be up there. But the reason why I would not be number one is because that sack was not a face mask, by the way. You it was to, a face that mask. was not a face mask. No, it was yeah. not. No, no. Dude, no. I'll, I'll give you no, this. No, I'll give no. you this. I'll, I'll this is what game. so many people do. So many people, and, and I do this too when it, when it goes against me. So I, I'm in this group of people that do this. Any single time the quarterback being – over like people freaking out about the quarterback position does it goes against you people get mad and when it goes for you you're happy because everyone the, the rest favor quarterbacks if that was a running back not a face mask a quarterback they're coming around the face mask they're, as soon as they see a hand around the face mask and the face mask moving they're calling the flag and they'll do that against everyone i do not think it's right but it's kind of the way that the nfl is I definitely agree with you there, but um, I will. You know what? That's a great idea. I'm gonna make a poll. I'll make a poll. I'll put that play right there. Ask if it's a face mask. We'll just do I'm that. I'm not gonna win right? that. Poll. We'll just do that. So again, 
<laughs> so I was a Packers fan though. Um, so I was a little kid. I watched that card. Carson Palmer versus Aaron Rodgers. Um, previously Rodgers got blown out. Got went to Arizona. I thought they were gonna get blown out because I was a little kid. I was a casual back then. So it's fourth and twenty Arizona end zone. He throws a bomb, gets it. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, that was that was pretty impressive. So it was last play. Like, um, Rodgers gets hit. He's getting hit. He drops. He runs. He rolls out left. He brings his arm all the way like. To his knee, basically, he just winds up, throws it while he gets hit, and it was a perfect ball to Jeff Janis. That was the most impressive play I've ever seen, and my reaction was insane. Like, I'm not even a Packers fan, but if, that, that if we had won that game, favorite, that would have been my favorite as a Packer fan. That that was a that was a crazy <laughs> yeah. play. I also have to say, um, and maybe why this kind of kicks that down a little bit for me. I actually didn't see that play live. Oh yeah, my we were like I said, I was, in, I was in college for that too. Um, my wife, she well, she wasn't my wife at the time; she was my girlfriend. She had driven; she was on the way back, and it was in the snow. She had driven off the freeway. Um, she was fine; she didn't wreck the car or anything. She just skidded off the road and was was fine. But I drove out there and to help get her out and stuff. And my friend calls me, and he's like, I, "And I thought the game was over. Like I was watching the score. I'm like, oh dang it, we lost. I put the phone <laughs> in my pocket. I get mad, and I'm just out there in the snow trying to." trying to push my wife's car my wife's car out of the snow and my friend just calls me and he's like dude Aaron Rodgers just do another Hail Mary you're going to overtime <laughs> oh man so I were you able to watch the overtime with the Cardinals in fact oh my God. okay so even um even if you weren't even if, if you're not a Cardinals even if you weren't for the Cardinals that that play with Carter Parsons just jumps back, just does a spin move to toss the Delia Fitzgerald. That was a, I love I love hearing that play and like just watching it because I have so much respect for Larry Fitzgerald. Probably easily one of the most likable players of all time. But so 38 minutes into this podcast, what I'd like to do is end end this by asking you a trivia question of your own uh, team. Probably not, so, but let's are you go ready? For it. <laughs> all right. So we did mention Jordan Love was got drafted first round. So, in all Packers draft history, before Jordan Love, who's the recent quarterback drafted? Who's the most the recent? Packers? The most Brett recent quarterback. Hunter. Yep. In the fifth round. Wow. Yeah, you got that. So, okay. Wow. What so draft? Uh, the 2015, yeah. 2014. Dang it. it was oh, it was 2015. Yes. You know what? I th- I thought you'd get more trouble in that one. It was like I mean, all the other guys had a lot of trouble with some trivia questions, but yeah, wow, I'm pretty impressed you got that. All right, so that's gonna be the end of this podcast. So if you enjoy that podcast, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Zachary Pundle for my main. Follow the Running Gun podcast, Running Gun official Instagram page, YouTube channel coming out very soon. Follow the Draft Guru on Instagram, and of course, go listen to this podcast. Definitely why I'm starting my own podcast at ready get um I'm sorry get ready to football podcast and um nope, would you like anything else to say before we end this? All right, thank you for coming on, and it's always a pleasure. And uh, see you guys later.